Hey, welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. According to a new study, Kentucky is the unhappiest place to live in the country. Whoa. Oh. And so I've brought on my Kentucky friend, Matt Jones. Matt Jones. And I just thought before I went into this, he could defend Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, good morning. How are you doing? I appreciate just listening to you do that big vapo <laughs> rub ad a minute ago made me just want to go buy a couple bottles and yeah. get ready. Good. You'll need them after this. Okay. Researchers took into account factors like commute times, the amount of open space, mental health for state residents, average income, commute times, and the condition of the local environment. With all this, Kentucky is the unhappiest place to live in the country. Now, Matt, where do you live in Kentucky? I live in Lexington. Okay. And how happy is Lexington? I think Lexington's the happiest place I know. I think that whoever made those statistics used faulty data because I don't know anybody in Kentucky unhappy. And Lexington specifically, to me, is as happy as any place I've ever been. So I don't really – if you said commute time, we don't have enough people here to have traffic. You guys are in Nashville. There's a lot worse traffic there. So I say the whole thing is false. What about Louisville? Louisville's got some traffic, but what about the rest of the state? I mean, it's all rural. So, like, nobody, there's never any traffic anywhere. And then in general, you know, there's a ton of green space. you got horse farms. you got mountains. I don't, I don't get the stat at all. I feel like it's rigged against a state that's really good at basketball. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh. <laughs> okay, so what are the best three things about Kentucky, Matt? To me, I've always said the best thing about Kentucky is every type of place you like, Kentucky has it. So if you like a city, you have Louisville. If you like the mountains, they've got it in eastern Kentucky. If you like flatland, there's the horse country and the bluegrass. So it's got a little bit of everything. I think people are the friendliest on earth. That's true of most of the South, but I think it's also especially true of Kentucky. And there's always something interesting to do here because of all the sports and nature and all that. So I think whatever type of person you are, you can find something in Kentucky you would love. Man, I feel like we need to move there. It sounds like a travel ad to Kentucky. (laughs) Chamber of Commerce. Let's go. (laughs) Hey, uh, Matt, who's the most famous person from Kentucky? Are you talking all time or alive now? Give me both. All time and alive now. All time, it's probably Abraham Lincoln and Muhammad Ali. And I would say now, probably George Clooney or maybe Tom Cruise. What? They're from Kentucky? First of all, I associate Lincoln with Illinois. For sure. I think you guys got robbed in that because Illinois is known as Yeah, we did. But he was born here in a log cabin that is still, well, they've rebuilt it five times, and they say it's the actual one he lived in, so that's kind of a lie, but I can take you to the spot at least. Uh, Tom Cruise, place of birth, Syracuse, New York. Yeah, but he went to school. If you're going to give <laughs> Illinois to Lincoln, then you got to give Cruise to us. He went to school in Louisville. Mm-hmm. Now, George Clooney, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt does uh, Kentucky Sports Radio, and he also works on ESPN as uh, a national radio host as well. But you guys are close to Cincinnati geographically, so I imagine there's a lot of Bengals fans there. There are. And by the way, in terms of good things, I want you to think of all the cities around the country that are within a six-hour drive. Atlanta, Charlotte, Nashville, Detroit, Chicago, Pittsburgh. Six like hours. basically St. Louis. Yeah. All yeah. of these cities are all within six, uh, within one day drive. I see the, the appeal no, to a six-hour drive because it's like you don't think have to fly. Think of all the fly, places I can get but... to in two hours by plane. <laughs> Yeah, but Everywhere. then you have to fly. Yeah. Well, not everybody, not everybody's Bobby Bones. Well, not everybody has a ca- car and can drive six hours. My only point is that's not that's a dumb argument. <laughs> six hours. I think we can drive in six. hours. Anyway, let finish. Bengals and Rams. Give me your Super Bowl pick right now. Uh, well, I want the Bengals to win because basically this whole state except me are Bengals fans, and I want them to be happy. 
but I got to take the Rams playing on their home field. Stafford, I think the Rams win. Uh, Chris Stapleton, also from Kentucky, didn't oh, even get a mention. Man. Didn't even yeah, get a Chris Stapleton. <laughs> hey, how about music? Chris Stapleton, Tyler Childers, Sturgill Simpson, Dwight Yoakam, The Judge, Patty Loveless. You, the list goes on and on. And they could all, Redolent. within six hours, they could play a show anywhere driving. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot John Michael Montgomery. They could get in a car and drive Atlanta. Oh, listen, John could... Michael, Eddie, all of them. <laughs> Yeah, baby, you're six. You're being you're being a, a snot about the six hours thing. I just think that's it's a dumb six. argument. Like six hours, you can hey, that's a whole day. Yeah. I like it. I get it. I yeah. get what you're saying. Yeah. I think there's, there's appeal literally, there. Literally, just think about it from a concert perspective. Any night, if you really want to go see a concert, there's a big show within a day's drive of you. That's cool. Are we in a covered time. wagon? <laughs> it's a day's ride. Okay. Um, I just wanted Matt to come on and defend Kentucky because I was going to mention the story that Kentucky was listed as the unhappiest place to live in the country. And based on his tone with me, I would agree. <laughs> it sounds unhappy. It sounds unhappy. Come on, Matt. Yes. Uh, North Dakota has been named the happiest state. Mm. See, that's ridiculous. How could you be happy in North Dakota? Hey, North Dakota's There's awesome. absolutely nothing there. Not one thing is in North Dakota. How could you be happy there? I tell you, the people there, I've done some stand-up shows in North Dakota, they are the happiest people I think I've ever seen. But you, That's you, because they're bored and they have nothing exciting, <laughs> so they just find happiness in grass. Now he's attacking North Dakota. Oh, yeah. There was no reason for this feud. <laughs> There was no reason for this Kentucky-North Dakota feud because of Matt Jones. All right, Matt Jones, thank you very much. Good to talk to you, buddy. Thank you, sir. All right, that, that source is something <laughs> called Wave 3. Uh, but now we're ready to go. Let's play Chris Stapleton, Kentucky's own Chris Woo. Stapleton, who when he was living there, if he drove six hours, <laughs> he could go he anywhere. He could go anywhere. <laughs> anywhere in the world. It's that time of the morning where we check our emails and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm engaged to my beautiful fiance. We are currently making our wedding registry. I really want to put some larger priced items on there that we wouldn't be able to afford, like a huge new flat screen TV, recliners, a pool table, a big deep freezer. However, my fiance says this stuff is not wedding gift material and also too much for a registry anyway. What are your thoughts? I know you put a couch on yours as a joke, but you still got it. So maybe the same will happen for me, and I'll get a new flat screen. Thanks for your help, Jason. Here's the thing about a registry. I just went through this. You can put on it whatever you want. People get to choose whether they buy it or not. Yeah, but I could see his fiance being embarrassed. He's like putting all this stuff on there. Same, because Caitlin was embarrassed when I did that too. <laughs> but you know what? When we got that couch, she wasn't embarrassed. She's not too embarrassed to sit on it. And we said, hey, you can get us this couch. It was our last thing. We had done glasses and pencils and I don't know, whatever you do for a wet registry. We're clicking all the stuff. And then I was like, what if we put this couch on it? She goes, no, that thing's like a whole lot of money. And I said, but people can like pay $10 and pay off the whole couch. She, she was just tired. She was like, fine, do whatever. And I click and I beep and I laughed. Ha ha ha. And what do you know? Our CEO sent me the couch. It's great. Boom. It was amazing. Put on there whatever you want to put on there. People don't have to get it for you. Yeah, but it's a it's a joint decision. If she doesn't want it on there, I I side with her. I don't. I side with him. Awkward. I, I side with him. If she's going to put anything that's not inside that, like, oh, we need to do wedding stuff. So that can only be stuff in the house. Mm-hmm. Glasses, jars. Plates, silverware. Yeah, if, but if she does anything outside of that, it gives you the door to do anything outside of that. Okay. But I think if you want to put a TV on there, put a TV. Let him put a TV on there. <sighs> I would not. 
Why? I don't know. It Some just people makes do me it on Amazon. Some people do it on Amazon. That's awesome. Okay. Register on Amazon. Yeah. Maybe just that's get great. Amazon gift cards and then you buy yourself a TV. And then it's not awkward to All like good register you... for a TV. I don't know why I'm so feel uncomfortable about it. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I need to just grow up. Well, as someone who just did it, <laughs> I didn't feel uncomfortable at all. Yeah. I think you should put on there whatever you want. Eddie? What's the difference between a TV and a blender? Ain't one. I mean, look. Okay. Hey, ain't one. There ain't one. Ain't and, one. And to make a house a home, you got to buy things that you're going to enjoy in your so house. So he needs a big screen TV. And a pool table. Mm-hmm. Well, a pool table seems a little much. <laughs> I'm going be honest with you. He lost me a pool table, but I don't want to jump in and say that. Well, they need entertainment. I know. That seems a little greedy, uh, but. What do you say? Let it rip, Tater Chip. Let it rip, Tater yes. Chip. Wait, hold on. What? I get that y'all two are guys and huh? he's the guy. Can we ask another girl? Okay. Uh, Ray. <laughs> what do you think, buddy? Yeah, uh, get whatever you want. Yeah. Stop okay. being worried about anything. A girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Scoop Steve. Uh, <laughs> I say get whatever you want. Yeah. I don't really care. Classic, okay. classic. Lunchbox? I mean, the deep freezer. You got to have food for her to cook. Need a deep freezer. Okay. Put anything you want. That's true. All I guess right. that's everybody in the room. There you go. Morgan. It's unanimous. I know, Amy. I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah. Morgan? Honestly, I actually think you should put it on there. Let's Let's Because I think I got outvoted. And and Bobby, you can tell me if this is right or wrong, but I think if you put it on there and somebody doesn't buy it, you get a discount for it. So it's you can actually get a discounted TV even if nobody buys it. Oh, I did. Yeah, I think we have reported on that. So yes, good detail. If people are going to spend money on you, they'd rather get you something you're really wanting. Yeah, but th- he's just registering for all his male fantasies. That he really wants. <laughs> I'm sure it's not all his male fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. Maybe you let her get a couple things and you get a couple things that aren't so registry-ish. Okay. But I say, let her rip tater chip. Woo! And what's the difference in a blender and a TV? No difference. Ain't there one. ain't one. Ain't one. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jason, appreciate that email. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Let's go over and talk to Alice, who is calling us from North Carolina. What's happening? What's happening is that I really, we really need to get the word out about these scam people that are scamming us women out of money, saying that they are Trey Sackins or uh I was supposed to get a ticket. I said $600 to get a ticket. I thought this guy was his manager. It was not. I waited a couple of days. I never seen my ticket. So let's rewind for a second. So how did they reach out to you? Which social media? Uh, Facebook. And then on Facebook, what did the message say when it first appeared? There was a guy saying, oh, hi, this is Trace. I'm a, you're a big fan of mine. So, of course, I believed it was him. Why would he lie to me? You know, why would people lie? So I assumed that it was him, and it wasn't, and I got scammed. So when did they ask for money? Was it Trace or his fake manager? It was the fake managers that was asking for money, and also they were acting like Trace, too. Was asking for money for, like, the, oh, well, I'm in the studio. I need a, an Apple card so I can finish my music. That's, that was the thing that they were using. So what did you send them? I sent them over $1,500. Hmm. And how did you send it to well, them? I, I don't know. Gift cards, Apple cards, um, Google cards, which I should have known, but I assumed because I love, I'm such a fan of all country music and Trey Sackins and Dolly Parton, all of them. I just assumed that this was legit. I didn't think it was a scam. And all I wanted was a ticket to see him. And then they tried to charge me $1,000 for a meet and greet. It was, it was bad. 
I mean, I can't believe I lost all my money like that. And that was all I had. That was the money I saved up. Is Trace coming to town? He's coming in April, yes. It's a Wilmington, Cape Fear. I mean, I can yep. I can get you tickets. You can? I mean, I can get you tickets, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, I can, I'm sure, heck, I can buy you tickets if I can't get you tickets. So, okay, I don't, I can't let you meet Trace because I don't know, uh, how they do their meet and greets with co- I don't know what's going on there, but I can I can get you tickets and maybe that uh, it still sucks. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you because you, you spend a lot of money. Yeah, this happens a lot. Yeah, people even impersonate me. Uh, listen, oh, it's co- happened. Cole Swindell like- asks me for money every Thursday, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not the real Cole Swindell. So what I would say from this, unless there's a blue check mark, it's not the person. It's not the person. Never send money out, right? Ever or That's gift what cards. I was going to say even if there's. By some way of them getting a blue check mark and being shady about it, someone is not going to ask you for gift cards to finish their music. Like they're they're just they're just, they're just not, not going to ask for anything. They're not going to ask for anything. And, and sometimes so, I want to send Cole Swindell money because I I'm like he's a good dude. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. Um, okay, the least I can do is get you tickets to this, Alice. I will get you two tickets. Yes. Okay, I'll get you two tickets, okay? Oh, thank you so much, Bobby. That's awesome. You're welcome. You guys rock. I don't know I how show. I don't know how good they're I'm gonna pay for them myself. Um, and I'll make sure that you get them. And I, I know it's not refunding all your money, but I, you do bring up a great point. Unless they have a blue check mark, it's not them. Okay. Okay. And it if listen, if Cole Swindle hits you up later, it's not him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? What happened? Col- no, Cole Swindell's always asking me for money. Anyway, hey, thank you for your story, <laughs> Alice. I'm going to get you these tickets. I'm going to put you on hold, okay? Thank you. I'm going to get thank your you number, so and then I'll get the tickets and send them to you. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Oh, that stinks for her. Oh, yeah. Bobby Bones. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Cole Swindell announced his fourth studio album called Stereotype. It will be dropping on April 8th with a new song from it called I'm Gonna Let Her coming out tomorrow. Faith Hill recalled singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl in 2000 and it being a terrifying experience. When I sang it, the Tennessee Titans happened to be happened to make it to the Super Bowl that same year. And I had accepted the honor. I was asked and I said, oh my gosh, yes. And I was like, what did I just do? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation announced its 17 nominees for the class of 2022. One of those nominees is Dolly Parton. The fan voting is now open at rockhall.com through April 29th. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So Rosie, the African penguin, lives at Odyssey Aquarium in Scottsdale, Arizona. But the special thing about Rosie is that she has some abnormalities. And so kids can take field trips to come see her and hang out if they have developmental disabilities. And Rosie will teach them an important lesson of overcoming adversity. Like they get to go hang out with the penguin and know that they're not alone. I'm looking at the penguin. I want a penguin. Isn't it so cute? (laughs) There's a pony, like a small pony on TikTok. Do you guys ever see that? Yes, I've seen it. It's a tiny pony that is is a pet. Amazing. I see it running down the hallway. the pony's awesome. Same size as a dog. (laughs) And the 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 ponies uh, the horse the mom horse like abandoned the because the pony wasn't big enough to reach the udders or to get milk. Is that the story behind yeah, it? Yeah, and so the mom was like, "Well, if I can't feed you, you got to go." <laughs> so then they rescued the little pony. Same thing. I mean, same thing as 
I know this highlight here is Rosie the African Penguin, so I don't want to take the spotlight away from her. But they she'll say be okay. That, she doesn't even know what radio is. No, yeah. No. yeah, she has this really unique shuffle, sort of like the little tiny horse, and she's learned to adapt and survive. And so when other kids come to visit her, they learn that too, and it's just great. I think animals are just so helpful. That's a good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Elder versus Millennial. It's a trivia game where we put two generations against each other. Uh, Let's meet our competitors. He's a dad of four. At home, he has a lot of mouths to feed. And for some reason, he doesn't like the band Creed. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It's very true. I, I think you're rude, and I think Creed's awesome. What? Yeah, it's producer Eddie, here. everybody. Yeah! Producer Eddie. Eddie's weighing in at, at 41. 42, 42 years old. 42 years old. Yes. And he's wearing his lacy panties today yes. for day number two. His opponent, she runs all of our digital. Remy the dog is her pet, and she grew up in a generation that always had internet. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's Morgan number two. Woo! Morgan number two is uh, coming in at how old? I am 28 years old. All right, here we go. Eddie, your questions. Yeah. These are questions that Morgan should know the answer to that you may not. TBH is an abbreviation for what phrase? If someone says TBH, friend. TBH, friend. That means to be happening thought that was happening to be to be happening to be happening yes like it's to be happening incorrect morgan you can steal that was so close yet so far to be honest yeah to be honest oh eddie come on jeans that featured a waistband that rests on the hips were popular in the 2000s what would you call these jeans jeans down to the hips let's go with capri's sons capri's Capri jeans. Capri's. That's incorrect. Morgan? I think if it's just like generally, I think it's low-rise jeans. That's correct. Low-rise jeans? Low-rise jeans. Eddie, what's the name of Billie Eilish's producer and songwriter brother? Oh, yeah, it's her brother. Just first name? Yeah. Jared. (laughs) Jared. Like from Subway? Jared Eilish. (laughs) No, not that Jared. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no. No? Morgan? Phineas. Phineas. Phineas! Yeah, you were so close. Gosh. <laughs> all right, Morgan. This is getting ridiculous. These are all questions that Eddie should know the answer to. Okay. Which program had a yellow logo known as The Running Man? Oh, I did have this. A-I-M-A-O-L. It's A-O-L. Correct. There you go. What primitive mapping website was popular before the introduction of Google Maps? Oh, what was its name? My dad used to have these printed out for road trips. Of course. Was it Travel Quest? Travel Quest Quest Map Quest? Map Quest. Mm, Travel Quest. Map Quest. I'm going with Map Quest. Map Quest is correct. Wow. Domination. I don't wow. know that anyone's got six points before in this. Mm-hmm. Here you go. This Here next go. one could set a record. Oh, boy. Morgan, what type of creature is Alf? Oh. Alf. There's no context to that? Mm-mm. Creature is Alf. For the first ever full sweep, what type of creature is Alf? 
All right, let me just think this through. You got this, Morgan. <laughs> He's not a... Why are you talking garbage? No, no, no. You score a single point. <laughs> I know. Not to now. I just don't want the record to be broken. Alf, smurf? what type of creature is Alf? You say, is he a smurf? Yeah, I'm just thinking through all the creatures that like could it. possibly, you know... Is he a Flintstone? Is he an alien? Is he from E.T.? Is he on a cereal box? What type of creature is Alf? I think that he's E.T. So I'm going to go with alien. Alien is correct. But he is not E.T. Alf is alien life form. That's what it stands for, alien life form. He's also an extraterrestrial. But yes, he's not E.T., but Alf is a little furry. You know, can you picture Alf? I think so. Like, it, like brown, furry, big nose? Yes. Wait, it, it Why is. Why are you the, asking me yes? Is it the, yes? the, the E.T.? No, 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 it's not E.T. E.T. Okay, wow, she I'm got picturing E.T. They're both aliens. They're both brown. No, E.T.'s gray. He is? Brown. He's brown. He has, what? like, big eyes. Yeah, he's brown. E.T.'s brown? Yes, yes. But you are colorblind. What planet have I been on the first 20 years? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 Show this me a is picture of E.T. E.T.'s brown? Yeah. This is the thing. Like, I believe what Bobby says. Like, right when Bobby looked at me and he goes, E.T.'s gray, I was like, okay, I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> like, I it's because he's right most of the time. Yeah. I cannot believe E.T. is brown. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. My, my childhood has changed completely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Morgan, six for six. Wow. Great job. Great job, Morgan. Yeah. All right, Scuba Steve's coming in with some facts. Scuba Steve. Yes, sir. So, uh, a moment ago in Elder vs. Millennial, you were talking about the color of E.T. Which I thought was gray. Correct. And Eddie's like, he's brown, which Eddie is right. But I'm a massive fan of the film. And when he is sick, because he's away from home, in Tika I think is what it's called, he starts to turn a grayish color. So he's gray, too. Yes. Yeah, so if when you remember he's that. Dying. But, but, but if Bobby remember remembers that. that I remember look, AT being gray. Bones, look, I'm brown now. If I'm dying, I will be gray. And then if I met you when you were dying, I'd be like, Eddie, that gray feller. <laughs> Get exactly. out of here. Get so, out of here. I remember AT yeah, e. being gray. But for yeah. much of the film. <laughs> but there's also much of the film where he's gray too, though, at the oh end when he's, when he's away from home for too long. So you're, I mean, in theory, you're correct. Thank you. I'm looking at wrong. pictures now. ET's gray. This is the ET uh-huh. that I know. Okay. <laughs> this is the ET I remember. Scuba, you're feeding him. Yes. No, he's yes. not. He just yes. actually, I'm looking at pictures. ET's gray in a lot of these pictures. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. I got on the air a few weeks ago and I was like, hey, if you write a theme song for the show and we use it, I'll pay you 500 bucks. And so we've had people, they start to trickle in. Would you like to hear some of them? Yes. yes. Yeah. All right. We've got five so far. Uh, this first one is from Greg Leto. It's 60 seconds long. I don't know that we'll play the whole thing. But here is uh, Greg. He wrote, here's my submission for the Bobby Bones theme song. Thanks for the opportunity. If y'all are searching for a bonehead story or advice, got Bobby Bones for that. Look in his nail bag, spin the wheel, or roll the dice. Got Bobby Bones for that. Turn up your radio for the Bobby Bones Show. Yourself laughing, strangers think. 
Wow. I got put a lot of work into that. Yeah. That's wow. pretty good. That's pretty good. And wow. it, it feels good. And then it and then it goes into like a chorus with like production. With like background mm-hmm. singers. Wow. Nice job, Greg Leto. Yeah. Okay, here's Mike Lubin. His song is three minutes and thirty seconds long. Oh. I can't play this whole no. thing. <laughs> I don't this guy's trying to hit the charts with this one. <laughs> Uh, I was listening to the Bible Bunch earlier today, and he did a segment on theme songs. He mentioned having the audience send songs for the theme. Here's a tune I wrote and recorded. I hope this tune will find its way to Bobby. Thanks. Mike Lubin. Give me a little bit of this. I just want to be on the Bobby Bone Show. Hanging out with Bobby and all of the morning crew. Amy and Eddie and Lunchbox, too. Bobby, I appreciate you. I want to be on the radio, on the radio with Bobby Bones. That's pretty good. Wow. So this is more of like a yes. submission to be on the radio, which is genius. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Let's do it again. Bobby's playing country tunes, and it ain't no Doctor Hook. I don't want to be on the cover. On the cover of the Rolling Stone. I wanna be on the radio, on the radio with Bobby Bones. Wow! <laughs> if I had my choice to be on the cover of the Rolling Stone, I'd rather be on the radio, hanging out with Bobby Bones. Bobby, can I sing a song? Okay. I feel like, again, it's more of a just get on the radio. Yeah, yeah. he just did. He <laughs> snuck yeah. it in there. But that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good, Mike Lubin. Um, here is Adam Norris. It's 30 seconds. Uh, this is Adam Norris, songwriter, copyright January 2022. He wrote that to make sure we didn't steal it, I guess. Mm. Okay, here is Adam Norris. Go ahead. It's time to make this day your own. Waking up with Bobby Bones. Lunchbox on the microphone. Amy's here and she has jokes. I feel like he's sad. Yeah. I feel like that's dashboard. I feel like that's 90s you. Did you hear his breath at the end? Yeah, he's a ha. He's emo. I mean, I don't hate it. Come it on, just doesn't. What? We can move on from that one. Let me, no, hear, let me I, hear the beginning of it. I like it. It's just not the upbeat. Like, and also, he didn't have a lot of production. Like, just because the guy doesn't have resources doesn't mean we should discount it. It's time to make this day your own. Waking up with Bobby Bones. Lunchbox on the microphone. Amy's here and she has jokes. I mean, first of all, it sounds so emo, but l- listen to the words. Yeah. It's time Bobby. to make. It's time to make this day your own. I'm waking up with Bobby Bones. A lunchbox has a microphone. <laughs> Namey has jokes. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Lyrically, it's pretty strong. Yeah, I, I just I just feel like the, the, the whole mood of the song is a little low, especially yeah, cool. for like Agreed. an uplifting show. I agree with you know that. I mean? But that could our be our sad day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that could be we like, have those. We have stuff. I am selfish. <laughs> I am. Go- uh, that's what it feels like to me, like dashboard confession. I am selfish. Okay, here is Evan Goodwin. It's 37 seconds long. 
My name is Evan Goodwin. I wanted to submit a song for the theme song. I've attached a file for you. This sounded like a fun challenge, so I gave it a go. I'm not a professional. It was a weekend project. Hope you like it. Have a wonderful day. Evan Goodwin. Here you go. Hey there now. Thanks for tuning in. Come on down. Don't matter where you've been. Bring your friends. Come along. You're listening to Bobby Bomb. So Yeah, I just uh, also feel... Lunchbox, you were shaking your head. Uh, we'll give an E for effort. That was, that was not good. That was good. I liked it. It just nice. had that same... Do we give off a, like an emo vibe? I mean, the echoey part, like you came in here, what he's saying? Well, yeah. It was unique. Yeah. Definitely sound indie. But everything's... The last two is, have been You can tell he worked like, hard on it. And Bones, the guitar was out of tune. Oh, yeah. I heard the... Yeah, I, I mean, really bad. Well, I didn't yeah, notice yeah. that. Uh, uh, finally, he resent his submission, and this is K-9, the rapper, Let's who go. sent in... This to be used as the theme song. Intro for Bobby, going hard like I'm aiming. Chilling with my boy Box and producer Eddie. Intro for the show when you know we all ready. M2 and Sizz and Chuck and Self Serve. Scuba Bobby Bone Show. I mean, I think that's more of the post show theme that we it. play a lot mm-hmm. more than the regular show. People will be, if they're, let's say they're in Pittsburgh and they're turning the show on for the first time. And they're like, hey, I can't wait to check out, you know, the show, the Bobby Bone Show on our, my favorite country station. And then they hear that, they oh, might, Bobby, oh, Bobby. they might, <laughs> you know, I like it. We'll keep that for the post show. So those are the first five submissions. Okay. We have one more. What's the guy's name? Wyatt? Wyatt Dillon. Here is Wyatt Dillon. Wyatt Dillon! Yeah! Here we go. The Bobby Bone Show. I'll tell you what they do. Bobby Bone brings the positivity to you. We'll make you laugh. We'll make you scream. We are the feed team. Amy brings a corner. You better listen every morning. Believe me, you should. Because every day we tell you something good. Lunchbox comes off as rude, but he's everyone's favorite dude. Eddie has a huge litter, but so boring on Twitter. The Bobby Bone Show, if you know, you know. Yahoo! I'm Wyatt Dillon. Wyatt Dillon is out. Here's your host, Bobby Bone. It sounds like we hired Yosemite Sam. <laughs> yes. So a, I a, honestly didn't figure it out until like mm. until he said Lunchbox is his favorite dude. <laughs> yeah, when it was obviously Lunchbox singing. <laughs> I was kind of like, wait a second. This then I heard familiar. Steve get in there and go, "Woo, dude!" Okay, nice job, guys. Um, if it, well, do, listeners should know that was Lunchbox. I think probably they do. Why? Uh, I mean, that was by our best submission. You're still singing in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> Hey y'all, what doing there? Was that a beer can in the beginning? That was a beer you can. You just sound like you. No, no, just no. yelling. No, I put stuff in my lip. Oh, sure. uh, okay. Listen, we're, we're still looking. We don't know right now if any of them will make the cut. But you can send an email to our mailbag. 
mailbag at bobbybones.com. Just put in the subject theme, theme song, song. All caps. Because we get so many emails. Put it theme song and attach it. We'll check back in next week. All right, good. Uh, thank you for all the submissions. I appreciate you guys for hanging out. Uh, here is voicemail from last night. Hey, Bobby Bones Show. Listen, I just want to tell you guys, I've listened to you for probably four months or so. You guys are one of the best, not one of the best, probably the best show I've ever listened to. You guys are funny, good people. Nice show. It's refreshing. But anyway, you're great. Very nice. It's almost like we paid someone to put that on there. <laughs> Some shows do that. They, they pay callers. They do not. Really? Oh, yeah. Forever. I wish I could talk to him, though, because I wonder when people find us, like, how did you find us and what made you start listening and why? You I know, would cause... think now more than ever, it's people recommending more than just stumbling across a station. I don't know if there's a lot of that happening anymore. I would think now it's either podcast and if it's live, you find it, or someone's like, hey, I listened to this show. Yeah. I think most everything now is recommendable more than searching. Because there's so much. Think about TV shows <laughs> like Netflix. You don't just pop around and go like, well, I think I'm going to start this show. No, I want to hear it from someone. Mm-hmm. You want to hear it. So please recommend us to your friends. The show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So this boy, he went magnet fishing with his grandpa and they had to call the police when they reeled in two 50 caliber sniper rifles. Oh. What? What's magnet fishing? Okay, so if you've never heard of it, Pretty self-explanatory. You connect a heavy magnet to a rope, hurl it into the water, see what you find at the bottom. Amazon actually sells magnet fishing kits complete with rope and gloves for like 30 bucks. I've never heard of this before. They're not trying to catch fish. No, but they found rifles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They normally like go throwing fishing. throwing them in the water wow. to make sure no one... Whoa. Yeah. They probably killed somebody with them and then yeah. threw them away. That's... I've seen enough movies to know. <laughs> I know. That's the crazy part. Cyber rifles. Like, the grandpa saw a video of this on YouTube and he thought it'd be something fun to switch up his fishing routine with his grandson. <laughs> and they, he thought they'd get some metal scraps, something like that. Not too huge sniper rifles. What do you do with them then? Just turn them in? They called the police. Police came out. I don't, so far... The they kid's holding him up like catches in the picture. <laughs> He's got the two guns up. Trophies. In the yeah. All right, what else? Okay. People are freaking out. You mount the guns on the wall. <laughs> you a, weigh it. You weigh it and put it on the, on the wall. There's yeah. 20 gauge I found right there. I think they're 20 pounds each. Yeah. Anyway. 20 gauge is not a rifle, though. I just want to correct you. It's a shotgun. It's a shotgun. Yes, yeah, I, I know can, that. All right, what else? Okay, so at Dunkin' Donuts, which maybe Lunchbox can confirm this, because you worked at Dunkin'. Yeah, I did. Okay, at, when, at the doorway, did they have height charts built into the doorway or the location you were at? No. Okay, well, a lot of Dunkin' Donuts do have that, and it's because if they get robbed, employees can have like some sort of reference to see if the, when the person's walking in and out and they can know where they fall on that height chart to have a better description for, you know, when police come to take sketches. And well, stuff. now that we know, I'd rob and then crawl out. Yeah. <laughs> Get down. And then I would crawl. Get out on your see. knees. Yeah. yeah. Um, the person <laughs> that posted, <laughs> posted about this said, tell me your Duncan has been robbed without telling me they've been robbed. Mm. <laughs> and so yeah, I guess. I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. They, they have a height chart. That's smart. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be sharing that we had a height chart, though, because then again, people could beat that system. Yeah. Well, it's not Duncan putting it out. It's like a TikToker. Yeah. So, uh, and then Dolly Parton, she was talking about uh, Betty White's death, and she said that she hopes not to live as long as Betty White. She said to quote, I hope I don't live that long, to be honest. I just hope I get out at my peak whenever that peak may be, and I just fall out like that. I think everybody says, I don't want to live to be old until it's time to make that decision. Real time, like, okay, well, you're about to get old. Do you want to die now? You're like, no, you know what? I want to go. <laughs> Let me push it a little longer. Yeah. I we, think when the time comes up, you always want to live longer. Yeah. 
The life expectancy, which we've talked about this before, but just a quick reminder, is 98.5, or sorry, 78.5 years old. Quite the Mm -hmm. difference. And if you have, like, healthy family genes, add five years to that, and also healthy, you can subtract five years. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I fall. Yeah, I know, because you're, yeah. Mm -hmm. And my grandfather, who I didn't know, died of cancer young. Mm. My great, my other grandfather died of cancer somewhat young. Do you know what kind it was? Uh, I don't oh. know anything. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's why it's important you get your colonoscopies. I got one and an endoscopy, and they both came back. They said it was one of the finer colonoscopies I've ever seen. Really? They, said I wanted, they wanted to mount a picture of it. <laughs> wow. Stop. You're on the wall mm-hmm. over there. On the wall. I signed it. I signed my colonoscopy. <laughs> uh, is that it? I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Corey Hemberger is 16 years old, and he's out on a frozen lake in Minnesota, and he's practicing hockey. Whoosh, whoosh, give me the puck. Give me the puck. When all of a sudden he hears, help, help, and a 13-year-old boy somewhere else on the, the lake fell in. So his friend skates over there, is trying to help him, and the 13-year-old pulls his friend in. Oh. So what's he do? He skates over. Whoosh, whoosh, grab the hockey stick. Grab it. Woo. Pulls one kid out. Boom. Grab the hockey stick. Pulls the other kid out. Saves both of them. Amy, you closed your eyes in the middle of that story. Is he always with the noises. Oh, that's yeah. yelling and the sound effects. <laughs> no, that's like, his skating. I didn't know if Amy was like <laughs> feeling it. Like, wow. I'm, no, or, I am. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. I just never know how Lunchbox is going to incur- incorporate a noise. But he does it every time. It's impressive, actually. Yeah, I thought, I didn't know, again, it looked like the Holy Spirit was taking her over, <laughs> or he was he was hurting her head. No, I was like, there it is. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, if you want to be in the moment, you got to imagine him skating. Yeah, <laughs> I did, you, that's Give why my puck. eyes Give were closed. Give me the puck. Yeah. Like he's practicing. What's the sound effect for a car? Uh, well, like, is it going fast? Is it skidding off the road? It's just driving by. <laughs> that's nice. Okay, a motorcycle? <laughs> More muffler. Yeah. Four wheeler? Oh, uh, sorry. ATV. ATV. Boom. Hey, they all have different sounds. I'm telling you. Amazing. Boat engine wide open. No, that's not splat. Wide open is like running it as hard as you can run it. Yeah, yeah. You're hitting the waves, man. When you go faster, you hit waves harder. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Sometimes. You ever been on a boat? Uh, many. I grew up on a boat. I worked <laughs> in a marina. Been on a jet boats. ski? Yeah, I'm telling you. That. That's what they do. Maybe I've only I've been on jet skis more, so I'm used to them hitting the water. Yeah, yeah. Slapping yeah. it. 18-wheeler? That's good. Honking. He had to pivot there. Ping one. I don't think they make noise. Interesting. Horse. <laughs> the almost dying horse or suffering old man I don't know which one that is alright great story uh, that's what it's all about that was tell me something good tomorrow's show Kane Brown will be in studio so be listening tomorrow looking forward to that alright here's a voicemail we got from Kristen I just wanted to say thank you to Amy. Thanks to her, the last two weeks I've been getting up when my alarm first goes off. And I've always heard her talk about this on the show, but now that I've been doing it, I see the benefits of it because I'm able to just get my day started. And for some reason, this could be a mental thing. I just kind of feel like I'm almost in a better mood. So thank you, Amy. Amy made a big change. You're welcome. Years ago, 
She said, I'm not going to snooze anymore. And you were quite the snoozer. Oh, I love to snooze. Like, I bragged about snoozing. I would set my alarm earlier so that I could snooze. And I would say, why? Yeah. Just sleep to that point and then just get up. And it stinks for a second because you're like, oh, but you're over that hump quicker. Yeah. I mean, it's so much better. I hate mornings. Yeah. The two things I changed that make my mornings better is I wake up right away, first alarm, no snoozing, and I make my bed every morning. Ah, good for you. Game good changers. for me. My wife's still in the bed, so I don't have to make my bed. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Uh, I don't like winter and I don't like mornings, so needless to say, pretty miserable right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go over and do the morning corny, but it's investigative. Oh, we have a 90 seconds to figure it out. The morning corny. What do you call it when you mix a little alcohol with a little American literature? Alcohol and literature. Okay, book, whiskey, poem, book, book, Mark whiskey, Twain, whiskey, Mark, Mark, Mark. Why Mark Twain? Well, American literature. Is he the only one? <laughs> Nobody's one. Edgar Allan Poe. Why are you dogging my guess? Shakespeare. Uh, vod- He's not, not a American. Vodka, vodka tonic. A vodka bonnet. Spirit. Vodka. What is it Written again? Spirit. Whiskey. Uh, spirit. What do you get when you mix a little alcohol with a little American literature? Just a little, a dab of this, a dab of that. Well, I mean, you don't have to focus on the little. Okay. Alcohol and literature. Bitters. Vodka. Whiskey. Tequila. Tequila. Rum. 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 Tequila. Tequila, a little time with you? Tequila, tequila mockingbird. Tequila mockingbird. Tequila mockingbird! Gosh, that was so good, Bones. You get the assist on that one. (laughs) Oh, man. We're going to go with Tequila Mockingbird. <laughs> Written by John Party. Mm. No. <laughs> Harper, what's it? Harper Party. <laughs> no, not Harper Collins either. Oh. <laughs> Who is that? Harper Lee. <laughs> All right, Amy, are you ready? Ready. Let's go. The Morning Corny. What do you call it when you mix a little alcohol with a little American literature? What do you call it? Tequila Mockingbird. Nice job. Nice job. Yeah. Got him. Here we Woo. go. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Lunchbox, explain to our listeners what exactly you're doing. I made a lot of reservations on Valentine's Day at different restaurants, and then when people don't have a reservation, they freak out, and they come and buy them from me for 75 bucks. And they haven't yet. I've been in negotiations with one guy. But what's the negotiation part of it? He's trying to get off work. But so you're not negotiating. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's not a negotiation. It's a wait and see. But we do possibly have someone on the phone right now that wants to buy one of them. Woo! All right. I like this. Hey, Pyrie. Hey, how you doing? Hey, pretty good, man. What's going on? Uh, Well, this is Bobby. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was trying to get in contact with Bobby. I mean, nice to meet you. Um, But <laughs> I want his reservations. I'm in Las Vegas. Yeah. So you're calling oh, wow. to talk to Lunchbox to get his Valentine's reservation? Yes. Okay. Um, Lunchbox? Yeah. The hey, hey, my yours. man, what, 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 what do you need? What, <laughs> what, 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 man. What's going on? <laughs> so what happened? What, what happened with your reservation? Dude, you're going to save my Valentine's Day. I need that reservation, buddy. Hand it over. Hey, man. Hey, $75, it's yours, and we'll get this signed, sealed, delivered. You know what I mean? Your baby will love you forever. You know what I mean? Right. Signed, Stop sealed, delivered. I mean. I'm yours. You get Are it, Are you going to pay $75 for this reservation, Pyrie? Yes, I will. Okay, wait. Hold on. Did you just, like, forget to make a reservation? You just got a girlfriend's and I need a reservation? Or would your wife just say, hey, I want to go to dinner? And you're like, oh, shoot. Like, why are you so desperate for Lunchbox's reservation and you're willing to pay $75 in addition to what you'll have to spend for the meal? (laughs) 
So when I heard Lunchbox the other day saying that he had, like, several reservations out there, and then he mentioned my city, Las Vegas, it's hard to get anything in this town because it's grown so much so quickly. So when I heard him, I heard opportunity. And so what's the name of the restaurant, Lunchbox? Javier's. You're sending him to? Oh, Amy. Like, at what hour are you sending him? About eight-ish. Oh, that's oh, that's pretty late. Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Late. That's sweet spot yeah. for Vegas. Oh, okay. Pyre, how do you feel about an eight o'clock ish reservation at Javier's? This is Sin City, twenty four hour town. Eight o'clock is perfect. Boom. And you're willing to pay seventy five dollars to Lunchbox? And how Lunchbox? How do you want to be paid? Uh well, we'll get in touch. I mean, I don't want you know. No, uh, but like what? Uh, it'll probably be Venmo or the that yeah. Zeli app. I never even heard of that. Yeah. Oh, you ain't, y'all never done Zeli? Uh, no, I yeah. do Zeli sometimes. Yeah. Zella. Oh, is it called Zella? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that how you say it? I sort of only read it. I've only read it, and I see Zeely. Then, uh, Pyrie, okay, I'll put you on hold. I'll let you guys work this out. Yeah, I'll get your information. I'll be in touch, my man. Okay, stop calling him my man. You don't call anybody my man. No, when you do business, they're my man. You know what I'm saying? And now Lunchbox is giving himself five. (laughs) Hey, hey, So wait, how many Vegas reservations do you have? I only had one, so that means I'm about to book another one. Sold out. Sold out. Sold out. Sold out. Put it on their website. Sold out. Book another one, then why can't he just call and book one? Not, not one. Hey, 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 why you ain't on the business? I don't practice? think at Javier's they probably have anything left. That's probably right. Pirate, did you look for reservations? I looked for a couple of reservations at uh, some some restaurants out here, and I was not able to get in. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you have to go. You're being in a casino. It's at Aria. Amy, you're not I, helping him. I'm just letting him are, know. Like, it's also kind of like, are you trying to bankrupt me or no, what? No, but it's right there by the slots. Like, you walk in. And there's all these slot machines, and then the restaurant's kind of open stoppers. into the casino. I mean, I mean, She's I know, standing I in front of Dunkin' saying, don't eat the donuts, don't eat the yeah, donuts, like, it's not nice. Pyrie, no, is just, that what you want to do? Do you want to eat next to people that. smoking cigarettes at a uh, <laughs> slot machine? Oh well, I'm born and raised here in Las Vegas, so it's nothing new to me. I'm used to it. Okay, okay. but her, your, your lady oh, friend. Oh, my, Amy. <laughs> She'll be fine with it. Okay. She'll just be happy that knowing that we got a reservation from... My man, Lunchbox. Okay. And she'll be just ecstatic about it. I mean, that's part <laughs> of the My man, appeal. my reader, this guy knows what's up. Yeah. And you can guarantee he's going to be able to get in. Yeah. Dude, that's what our business, guarantees what our or business. Your, your money <laughs> okay. is back, our A- service is free. So after February 14th, we call back in and tell us how your night went and yes. if, you, if you were able to get your day. Why don't we just get his number and we'll call him okay. on like the 15th. Is that okay, uh, Pyrie? Yes, that's okay. perfect, Bobby. All right, Pyrie, thank you. I'm going to put you on hold. We'll get everything covered. Okay. Man, you guys are starting to see this business take off. I'm seeing regret in everybody's eyes oh, right wow. now. With you. You sold Is one. that your first client? Uh, well, but I had we not other... talked about it on the radio, I know I, I got know. the other one on the like hookup. you needed this promotional vehicle sometimes, and that's sometimes why they go on Shark Tank. Sometimes they don't get a deal, but just exposure enough to make the business succeed. Congratulations! So I, like I hope you sell them all. You know what I'm going to be? I'm the next ring doorbell because that guy went on Shark Tank and they laughed him out of the tank. And a year later, he was back on the tank as a shark. Let's go. Okay, congratulations, buddy. All right, coming up in a second, people are shooting spray tan solution up their nose, and they're saying it does this. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what they're why they're doing it, and you tell me if wow, medical breakthrough or dumbest thing you've ever heard. Okay. I mean, if it's a medical breakthrough, I have plenty of spray tan stuff at home yes. if anybody wants to borrow. <laughs> because again, Viagra, I believe at first was for blood, blood pressure. pressure. Yeah. And then And then all of a sudden they were like, well, that's not the only pressure. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. what they're doing with spray tan solution that I had never heard of, but it's interesting. Uh, we'll do that and then they have announced the nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. 
17 artists. I'm not going to go through all 17, but I'll play you some and see if you can name the artists just by the song. Okay. Remember, these are the biggest. The yeah. biggest and the best of Hall of Fame nominees. Mm-hmm. Some of these you'll nail. A Maybe. few of them, a few of them you'll have no clue. <laughs> just by looking at this group. And mm, a couple of them I wouldn't get. Okay. Really? Yeah. That obscure? Well, I, I don't know. Ray, will you play clip 11? Here you go. Do you guys know who this is? And I, I think I would probably be stuck on this. I'd have a couple guesses, but I wouldn't be sure. Breaking the law, breaking the law, breaking the law, breaking the law. Definitely heard it. Yeah, right. I heard it, but I don't know that I would nail this. No. Beavis and Butthead's all I know. And you get, okay, Wrong. think about it. We'll come back. Okay. I'll tell you who this is, and I'll give you the list. Okay. Next. <laughs> hey, let's go over and talk to Jane in Richmond, Virginia. Jane, thank you for calling. What's going on? Thanks for answering my call. Um, Good morning, studio. Morning. And I wanted to congratulate Lunchbox on um, selling one of his reservations, but I have a question. Okay. He he said he had to give them his credit cards. So if he changes the name on the reservation to someone else, how do you change the credit card? No, the credit card is just if they don't show up. Like, it's not like that's what they use to charge your meal. When you're at the table, they don't go, oh, we already have your credit card written written down. But at the same time, we could also call and just say, hey, can I give you a different credit card for the reservation? And no problem. That's that's true. That's true. I, I will, yeah. I was thinking when I go to a hotel and give them my credit card, they usually just use my card that I've given them in advance. So. Yeah, yeah, they take that number just in case you don't show. Yeah. Then they charge you. Why are you looking for a reservation, too? Okay, that's it. <laughs> oh, All right, Jane. Hey, I appreciate you calling. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Uh-huh. All right, bye-bye. Uh, let's do this. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees were listed. Just write down the answer. Some of these are so easy, okay? Uh, by the way, we'll go back to number uh, right, number 11 on the sheet. This is the clip we played before we went away. Does anyone know who this is? No clue. My only guess is ACDC. Uh-uh. No. Judas Priest? Yeah. Judas no! Priest. Really? Who is that? <laughs> dude, I didn't even know bald, they sang bald the song. Dude. Yeah. Bald guy that holds like some rod in his hand. Yeah, bald dude. Wow. Okay. That doesn't count as a point. Weird. But good that job. Impressive. Thank you. All right, number one. Name this person. Probably the easiest one. Yeah. You guys can just say it. Go ahead. Dolly. Dolly, Dolly Parton nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Number two. All right, you can all say it. One, two, three. Eminem. Eminem. Good. Number three. Lunchbox? I got it at the end. Lionel Richie. Did you guys have Lionel Richie? Lionel. Lunchbox was trying to look off somebody's paper then. He was trying to cheat. He was looking over at Amy's to see if she was writing it down. So I knew he was struggling a little bit. Yeah, I was just like, man, I've heard that voice before. I saw him in concert, but couldn't think of his name. (laughs) All right, number four. I'll listen to this band whenever I win at Nerds. I'll put it on with Caitlin. Oh, She's like, what are you listening to? I bet to? she hates it. <laughs> she doesn't like this band. 
and it's a band. There's a hint. What? You're speaking over him. Oh, stop it. If we you have don't all know day it. long to play this clip. We played over and over. Sounds like, but then that's not the first guess I had. Okay, Amy, you can go first. I have to go right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, BC Boys. No. Dang it. Lunchbox. I have Rage Against the Machine. What did you mouth to me? I don't want to say it. <gasps> is it a bad word? Yeah. No. <laughs> is it? Is it Limp Biscuit? You think Limp Biscuit's making the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I mean, I love <laughs> I mean, Limp Biscuit from back in the day, but. <laughs> well, you said I don't know. Eddie, Rage Against the Machine. Oh! Rage Against the Machine. Nice lunchbox. Oh, All right, here we go. It. Next one. Hit me with your best shot. Why don't you hit me with your best shot? That's Lint Biscuit Amy right there. Yeah. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Come on, Luna, come on. This is the t-shirt song. Yeah. When they shoot him into the crowd. <laughs> lunchbox. I got Pat Benatar. Amy? Donna Summer. Eddie? Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar. <laughs> Amy, Lunchbox is dominating you at this game. Oh, okay. Donna Summer? I don't even know who that is. I don't either. All right, next up. These are all people nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. The Electronic Boys. <laughs> That'd what? be cool. Lunchbox. First thing popped in my head, Devo. Eddie. Wow. I don't know why I went blank bones, but I just wrote down Dido because I, I could not come up with whatever he just said. You said Dido? Dido. It's Devo. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Lunchbox is going to win. <laughs> is he winning? He's uh, got six to Eddie's five. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Okay, name this one. Amy, you know that one? The Pesh Mode. No. Lunchbox, you can win it if you get this. Yeah. This will be the last one. Do you know it? Yeah. What is it? Steppenwolf. Wow. Are you serious? Are oh. you serious? How, like in the world, how in the Stop. world did you get Steppenwolf hungry like a wolf? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't even know if that's a real band, but that's what popped in my head. Wow. Eddie, what do you have? Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Duran Duran. That's I don't know, it. I don't know who that is. Hungry Like the Wolf by Steppenwolf. What um, else does Duran Duran Okay, it's tied. Lunchbox could actually pull one of the greater I... run. This is a 16 seed beating a 1 seed. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Who is Duran Duran? Them. 80s band. Ugh, yeah. n- don't know that. Amy, you've been eliminated. I'm very sorry. Oh, okay. There's one left. Oh, Write no. your answer down. Oh, not right. speed around. Oh, no. good. oh my Thank gosh. Goodness. Go ahead. I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you kill me? Trying to hear the clip. Uh, 
I'm a loser, baby. <laughs> What's he doing? Sounds like Man, cheech. I sang this song one time. Yeah. Like well, on a soccer trip, we, it was on the radio, and we all learned the words, but I don't know how to sing. I'm oh, a loser, Mark. Come on, lunch. Uh, Amy, don't give up on me yet. I'm not. Don't give do up it. on me. Are you guys in? I'm in. I'm in. what do you have? It's the same band that sings, Everybody Hurts. Are you? Yeah! <laughs> this guy. <laughs> wow. I out, think, of, out of control. No Dude. one saw this coming. Uh-uh. Eddie. That's Beck. It's Beck. <laughs> yeah! Right. I mean, I should have won this game, so I can't be too excited. But I love his excitement good when he effort, said Fox. Good effort. He goes, everybody hurts. They said nothing alike, <laughs> but good effort. Good effort. Uh, Eddie, you won? Thank you, Bones. That's a tough one. You won in overtime. So who, who of all these guys go in? Dolly Parton goes in. I know it's called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but that's... It's not really just rock and yeah. roll anymore. Yeah. But also, do- what's more rock and roll than being a country artist going, I'm going to go do pop and do movies. That's rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolly gets in. Eminem maybe too too early, even though he meets the criteria, like so many years after your first uh, album. Uh, Lionel Richie gets in for, for sure. sure. Probably Rage Against the Machine gets yeah. in. Pat Benatar possible. Duran Duran possible. Yeah, those sound good. Once you get nominated, can you get nominated again later? I don't know. Okay. Not a, not a historian. I basically okay. read this article. Right. Yeah. And every year we play Can You Name It? And otherwise I check out and don't give a crap. Um, there are people that are spraying tanning solution up their noses so they can, quote, tan within. Oh, I wish this mm-hmm. worked. What? Uh, Does it? No. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, and doctors are saying you shouldn't probably not do this. Um, but they think that if you tan on the inside, it helps you tan on the outside. What? Like you're working from inside out. Like if you drink a bunch of carrot juice, your skin will get a hint of orange. Yeah, there's not enough data or testing to recommend using any sort of tanning spray to use nasally, tanning, tanning nasal spray. Gosh. In addition to causing spontaneous erections in males. What? Side effects. You serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, blood pressure, headaches. <laughs> Um, it can also make oh. moles and freckles darker. Oh, okay. uh, it's basically melatonin that's shooting up into Wow. The, but the whole, the whole spontaneous right? But yeah, that's I weird. check out. Yeah. <laughs> Very bizarre. <laughs> that story's from the Huffington Post. And by the way, our 2022 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards are tonight. You can check out all the categories and nominees now at iHeartRadio.com slash podcast awards. And you can watch the show tonight at 9 p.m. on iHeartRadio's YouTube and Facebook channel. You know which award that uh, we're nominated for? Mm, let me see. None. None. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wah, wah. Oh, come on. Oh. That's all right. Uh, but you can check it out. 9 p.m. on iHeartRadio's YouTube and Facebook channel. It's rigged. Yes, of course it is. <laughs> it's rigged. Just voting. Rigged. Rigged election. <laughs> yeah, me. All right. Thank you. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. 12-year-old Connor from Massachusetts, he's sitting at home with his grandma, and they're talking about the pandemic, and he's thinking, what can I do to help these healthcare workers or maybe even patients at the hospital? So they came up with something called Kindness Kits, and they created a whole organization called Connor's Kindness Project. And Connor hand-selects all these little items that they put in this kit, and they go deliver it to hospitals. Well, they just delivered about 50 to the nearby UMass Children's Hospital, and it's got coloring books in it, comfy socks, and things for the kids to brighten up their day. And they say, you know what? We're not stopping here. They're hoping to do 1,000 of them by the end of the year. What's interesting about this kid is he started, you know, giving back when he was 10. He's 12 now. I don't get it. Well, one, he must have some great parents. And then two, people must have said, hey, what you're doing at 10, he got the affirmation that made him want to continue giving back. Yeah. Which is why it's important when you see somebody doing something good for somebody else to really 
pat them on the back, celebrate them, encourage them to do more. And you said you didn't get. You didn't get I, I just try this all the time. Like uh, like last year, I told my kids, "Hey, let's jump online and let's look for a hospital, a children's hospital, and let's send these little letters. We can do handwritten letters to these kids that are in a hospital." They're like, "Okay, cool." They loved it for one day. I don't even think they sent the letters. They're still at the so house. they're still there, and I'm like, guys, we gotta keep doing stuff like this, and it's just not sticking. Uh, that's a good story for Connor. <laughs> yes, Connor's got it. He knows what he's doing. Connor, keep doing it, bud. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. A week or so ago, Eddie lost on the wheel, and he has to wear these <laughs> lacy men's panties for three days. Yes. 24 hours have gone by. Mm-hmm. What's happened in your life? Um, I just got the underwear on. They've been on the whole time. I did the old smell test this morning, and they're fine, so I haven't washed them yet. Your wife oh. say anything about it? Yes, she hates them. And, well, she didn't know about it. So when I got home, she's like, what is this on Instagram that I saw you're wearing panties? Like, what is going on? And I said, oh, it's a whole wheel thing. And she goes, you have to take those off. You cannot wear I'm like, no, it doesn't work that way. Like, it's a, it's a thing. Like, what's what we do at work? And, she, I mean, I felt so immature talking about, like, I lost the bed at work. I have to wear panties for three days straight. And she's just like, oh, my gosh. So she understands. I wore them all day. I got them on today. And I would say they're comfortable, but they ride a little high. Like They the, keep riding up. They, like. They like feel climbing. like a thong a little bit. Mm. You know? How do you know so, what a thong feels like? I don't. No. <laughs> but, oh, he's but, but it's it's up there, you know? And, and the lace part is pretty nice. Like, you you feel, you don't really remember you're wearing them. They breathe really well, but they just start climbing as the day goes. And I don't like that part. What a weird job, huh? To test out lace underwear? To wear, the, and he likes lace underwear. Well, yeah. I, I feel like the whole point of this is for you guys to know what it's like. So I'm trying to give you, give you a detailed description of what it's been like. We go into Eddie's Amazon account and he's got five other pair no. ordered. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> not. I don't like them that much. All right, let's go to the news. Bobby's Big Stories. We talked about yesterday that Snoop Dogg had a French bulldog that was missing. These French bulldogs get stolen all the time. But he had put up on his Instagram, hey, my dog is gone. So Snoop Dogg's French Bulldog has been found. The rapper took to Instagram to thank the lovely couple who found his missing dog for the kind gesture. Snoop said he's hooking him up with some sweet gifts. Here's a clip from the video. Yo, I want to thank y'all for returning the dog back to us. We appreciate that Frank made his way back home. We appreciate all the love and the support we got on Instagram to get the dog back. And to the lovely couple that brought the dog back, I got some gifts for y'all for looking out. Deal dub. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. So he the dog not, just went missing and they found it? Yeah. He mm-hmm. didn't give any details on how the dog was returned or where the couple found it, but oh. he didn't ask questions. Maybe okay. the gift is some police. Yeah, oh. because do we see get two gifts at your front door <laughs> <laughs> for stealing my dog. It makes me think on Dirty Dancing in the movie, there was wallets being stolen, and it was a lovely old couple. Who was no one wallets. would have ever suspected oh. them. The body parts we don't clean enough include our armpits and our butt. A poll of the top body parts we don't clean enough include armpits, butt, ears, feet. Feet's tough. Unless you are purposeful about the feet, you might just let water go down and think that you're cleaning the feet. You know? Yeah. I put soap on my shower floor, and then I rub my feet all the So that way it kind of cleans my shower at the same time. It's an odd technique. I haven't thought about that. I clean mine with a towel. Caitlin has a big... She doesn't like uh, street clothes in the bed. And or dirty feet, which I understand, but I was a dude who lived by myself forever, so I've had to kind of break that that, that culture. Um, so I, my feet are always clean, and I wear socks all the time too. And then I clean my feet. Uh, so there you go. Your junk comes in at number five. In case you're wondering. Okay, okay. that's pretty bad. Uh, a grandma owned this shoplifter, 
A shoplifter in Canada tried to walk out of a Walmart with a cart full of unpaid stuff, but he was stopped by two people. One was a grandma who was fed up with crooks. She blocked his exit, yanked the ski mask off his head, <laughs> and then ripped him a new one. Yeah. Here's a clip of the altercation. You'll hear the grandma coming at the end. You gonna pay for that? Huh? You gonna pay for that? Yeah. When? Huh? You gonna pay for it? And even the shoplifters in Canada are so nice. They're like, all right. Okay. <laughs> He's like, you know what? You got me and you did a good job at it. So I'm going to go ahead and go. Yeah. Well, I would not recommend doing that in, in America. I might get hurt. Yeah, probably. Uh, that's from the Viral Hog YouTube channel. And then finally... Mariah Bell is the oldest U.S. Olympic women's figure skater. Her age? Any guesses? 80. Interesting. 80? No. That would be tough. Amy. Lunchbox? Probably about 40. Eddie? Yeah, 44. She is the oldest U.S. Olympic women's figure skater since 1928. (laughs) Okay. And she is 25 years old. What? They're that young. (laughs) 25? Yeah, they're that that young. Wait. The Winter Olympics kick off. Uh, and now, it's uh, like on Peacock. The winter, they're starting now. I don't know that I'm a big Winter Olympic guy. I feel like I'm living it the last couple <laughs> weeks more than watching it. But 80-year-old Olympic. Wait, so Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan and them, they were really young? Yeah, like Scott Hamilton was in his early 20s when he was wow. an Olympian. Women's figure skater. I didn't, not, not men. Oh, sorry, women's. my bad. Mariah Bell, the oldest U.S. Olympic women's figure skater since 1928. She's 25 years old. That's crazy. She recently won her first national title and became the oldest U.S. women's national champion in 95 years. She's heading to the Beijing Games. She'll be the oldest American woman to compete. Wow. Wow. What? Are you, what? I was looking. Well, I once you said it was just females that made Scott Knoll and Boyd in this conversation, but he was 22 when he first joined the Olympics. All right, let's. That's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's big stories. I'm going to let Morgan bring this news to the show because she's the one that told me about it. And last night she goes, hey, I was contacted by an affiliate. Morgan, take it away. So uh, Lunchbox may be a little upset because Abby's national anthem did so well on the show that I got hit up by another affiliate contact in Portland, Oregon that wants to play Abby's national anthem version on the radio. (laughs) Yeah, on 98.7 The Bull, our station in Portland, uh, they now want to feature... Abby's National Anthem. Wow. This is amazing. That's amazing. cool. So let's go to Abby first. Abby, did you know this? Um, I did, oh, yeah. So you've already had a second to digest. Uh-huh. Pretty exciting. That's awesome. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And someone else just emailed, too. Abby's our phone screener. <laughs> oh, and Abby sang the National Anthem on the show, and Lunchbox made fun of her. Mm-hmm. Then she said, I'm going to go into the studio, and she cut it in the studio, and it was a great version. And our station uh, in Virginia said, hey, we're going to play it. And now we're having affiliates reach out. And another station reached out to Abby? Um, no, yeah. Where was that station? I don't from? know the station. You I don't just... know the station. Where? Amarillo, Texas. So we have Amarillo, wow. Portland, and Virginia Beach who have all come. reached out to play Abby's version of the national anthem. Wait, but can can I say one more thing too? You can say whatever you want. That someone called yesterday and he he's from the uh, like minor league team in Baltimore and he was like, if you want to come out, you can sing it before one of the games. <laughs> no, no, they, they know that they, they don't want you to sing live. They, they do want her to sing before, live. Right? Yeah, they do. They do. She like, sang like, live and nailed it at the St. Jude event. Here's what's am- It's like a charity case, guys. It's, it's not. Like, no, 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 the no. version's really good. Listen to me. 
It is like, oh, here it's like it's like a sympathy. We'll play it for it's you not, to make no. you feel they good. Have no it's not sympathy. They they didn't that. need to reach out to us. No. They reached out to us. The bull reached out to us and said we'd like for Abby's version to play on our station. We didn't ask them. This is not charity. Right, it's sort of like, I mean, I mean, we're going to date ourselves a little bit here, but like when William Hung was on American Idol and he started making appearances places, oh. that was a sympathy thing. And that is, exa- Abby is the William Hung no. of 2022. No. Why are you being such a hater? She's done I, nothing to I you. I'm just telling you the Seriously. truth. Seriously. She did a great job. Ray, do we have the national anthem oh, queued up? Oh, in that. Because I think it's a great time to play it again. Oh, yes. my gosh. Abby, one of the studio and recorded this. And it's going to say, oh, say, can you? Why would you make fun of Why'd you make fun like, her something voice? she Have can't Have you heard control. your voice? <laughs> like, it, her voice, it has. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. Like she can't Amy, control her. Yeah, she can't that's change That's why that. she's not good. She is no, good. We when, talked when I about people. Care, I, when Bo- you Bobby to, gave a great example yesterday of Willie Nelson, who is the most nasally singer mm-hmm. ever. And he, look at him. Look yeah. at him. Yeah, look, on my mind. look at him. On the road again. Like when people people hear Abby, it's not like, oh my gosh, that's like Carrie Underwood. That's like, oh my gosh, I gotta hear this nasally voice again. Real okay. quick, can we like respect the song though? Like yes. I feel like this is yeah. what a lot of it is about. That's right. Is that it plays, you know, Abby, every day at noon at, on stop, the station. Stop. No, you stop. You stop. <laughs> yeah, okay? come, Abby. Oh my gosh. She acts like, like I'm disrespecting the song. It's nothing about the song. No, it's it actually you. is about the it's song. It's your version. Okay, but we can let this go now. Yeah, you we, can let it. You but can she's breathe. acting like I'm. She's trying to paint me as a not liking the national anthem and hating on the national anthem. I believe anthem. you are. I believe your national anthem. Okay, hater. here we go. I feel like that's the whole segment was that I was asked to be in their rotation, and Morgan brings up that a station wants to play it. And that's what it's about. It's about the song that's being played, and I happen to be singing it. And, and yes. singing it beautifully, by the way. Oh my. Do you Thank feel you. good about the recording? I do. Yeah. I feel good about it. I f- yes. You should. I feel it's like good. I'm better in there than I am live. Yeah, sometimes it's... Everyone is better in a yes. studio than live. I haven't Baltimore? met a single person that... Is better. They go. You know what? The recording studio really didn't get my essence. <laughs> yeah. No, because you get to do the, you, you get to do it twenty times in a recording studio and find mm-hmm. the exact right version. Um, but I think you did a great job. And Thank you. We're gonna play it now. So let's all stand up. Okay. I cannot believe we're really gonna play. Take this. the hat off. Take your like. I. When are you guys gonna like? Okay, we're done insulting Abby. Oh my god. We're just Thank gonna. You. We're just gonna play Abby. You can, so- if you want to stand up for yourself. One final time you can, unless you just want to play the song. I'm just done listening to what he has to say. <laughs> we can just play it. No, she's done listening to what okay, I have to say. Okay, there's we no can, need insulting her voice. We That's what to, the whole my no, problem with I, it is. I just want to present <laughs> like a thing. Like now that after this, he can't, let's just not comment on it anymore from Lunchbox. On like, what though? That, like this. He just needs to be done with it. It's get, So it's, then we had to be done with it. No. We can still do the song, but like, can we enforce a rule that makes him stop? We can turn his microphone off. Watch oh, this. Ray, turn his awesome. microphone off. Now you grabbed Eddie's mic. He grabbed Eddie's mic. Now he's yeah. off. Okay. Now, I just don't know why it bothers him so much. Because anytime anyone on the show gets a little shine that's not him or someone that he feels shouldn't, he gets upset. <laughs> it's been like no that shine. forever, huh? Nothing to shine. <laughs> It's been like that forever. Nothing yeah. to shine. What'd you say? I can't. Is someone yeah. talking? Yeah. 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 Microphone's <laughs> off. Okay. Um, Eddie, where are you putting the camera? What do you mean? You, on Abby. I like watching Abby listen to her sing. <laughs> okay. The camera is on Abby. A <laughs> uh, hand on your hearts in there, everybody. And here is Abby's version of the national anthem. Go ahead. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? 
what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets regular the bones bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star spangled banner yet wave or the land of the free and the Great. Thank you. You really did a great job singing that song. You did great live. You did great in the studio. And if any of our stations want to play it, reach out. We will send you the file and you can play it on your. You don't have to. We're not requesting that you do it. But obviously, if Portland's reached out, if Amarillo's reached reached out, there's there's a hunger for what you're providing, Abby. That's really cool. (laughs) There's a hunger. Can't believe it. Wow. Feed Exciting. the hunger, Abby. I, well, we have a record guy that wants to give her a No, no, no. His head would explode. His head would explode. I don't want you to insult Abby. So <laughs> no, no, I don't want If I'm, it's anything about Abby and insulting Abby. It's not insulting. No, if it's anything, though, that I'm going to let yeah, you do like this. You, it, but if it's insulting in any way. He has to ha- leave the room? No, he has to wear the dog shot collar. Yes. He's trusting. He's trusting. Mike, would you say this is insulting or is this just facts? Well, you ask him, Mike. If the fact is insulting because the fact is your opinion. <laughs> what, okay. what does Mike we're, D know what you're we're, saying? We're moving on. Abby, great job. Good. Thank you. I'm glad we're Thanks done Thanks for with all this. of your guys' support in here. Everybody but one person. So thank you. I gave you a book to improve your singing and you didn't take it. So No, your singing sounds great. Thanks. You, your singing thank sounded you. great when you performed with the Raging Idiots in Kansas live. That was awesome. The crowd went crazy. Oh, that was so fun. Yes. Okay, there thank she you. is. There's Abby, everybody. Just crushed that version. Woohoo. Okay, by the way, she's answering our phones. Abby's our phone screener. If you call and she answers the phone, hello, <laughs> it's me. Stop, stop, stop. That's Abby. Uh, okay, uh, Ray, what do you want to do? You want to play the song or no? Yes or no? Steve, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Nah, I'll let's not play it. Oh, okay. because I said it. It's not, I mean, it's not that, it's, let's be honest. It's the don't, national don't, anthem don't say, No, don't say what the song is. No. It's, song, it's not that good of a song anyway. Okay. So... <laughs> I like that song. We're never gonna you play do? it. Okay. What is it? Well, no, no, don't say what it is. Don't say why, but I like that song. It has that cool '80s vibe to it. Don't say what it is. It's kind of. It's just one of those songs that sounds like every other song. Okay. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, right now, Kane Brown will be on. So at this time tomorrow morning, we're we'll talking with Kane Brown. So be sure to listen. There's a 28 year old guy who had bad headaches his whole life. Then he was like, you know what? I got to get my head checked out. An MRI revealed he had a metal pellet lodged in his skull. Whoa. It was from an air gun. He and his brother played as kids. <laughs> he remembered vaguely being shot, but not that a pellet got stuck in his head. Mm-hmm. You ever, this is my story. Anytime anything goes wrong with me, I'm like, I wonder if like some doctors left some scissors in me. <laughs> like, because my shoulder is, 
it kills. I've been through so much rehab. I don't know what's happened. I can't, it will not fix itself. I have tendonitis in my bicep that's in my shoulder. I have a, a small tear. And I just, it won't fix. So I wonder if at some point something is, is wrong with me. Not that something's even left inside of me. But is there something inside, growing inside of me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is there something in that... Because we read stories like all of a sudden somebody's got a worm in their brain. Yeah. Right. Like they didn't even realize it. They were swimming and a tadpole went in their brain and now they've, they've got two brains growing in their head. But how would it get to your shoulder? It's interesting. I don't have the answer. Well, it could be <laughs> your brain. My eye, my um, ear, who knows? It, it may not be that it's actually in your shoulder, but Ooh. your brain sends the signals to different Whoa. parts of your body. So it could be the part of the brain that operates the Well, shoulder. I did an MRI on the shoulder and there's a tear in tendonitis. <laughs> My point is, anytime anything I get like a cramp in my stomach, yeah. like a hard, I'm like, uh oh, what? Yeah, gerbil. What parasite? Well, <laughs> what parasite has gone? Is inside of me? Yeah. But this guy is, is a bullet in his brain. A Las Vegas bartender has to pay a company back for money that was handed over during an armed robbery. A Las Vegas bartender had a gun pointed at his face one night while working, so he handed over the money that was in the cash register. That's typical, except for. He had to pay nearly the $4,000 that was taken what? to his employer. Okay. This just can't. That can't see, be the whole story. It can't be the whole story or it's not how the story ends. This yeah. sounds like a GoFundMe more than anything I've ever heard. Right. Like that can't, that just can't even, you take that to court and you would win instantly. There might be more to it. Like the person robbing was his girlfriend yeah. and he gave the it to The lodge her. where Parker works swooped in within hours of that holdup and made him a sign that said, oh, let me read this. The lodge where he worked swooped in within hours of the holdup and made him sign a paper saying he was okay with them taking $300 out of each paycheck until all the stolen cash was repaired. No. They think he's in on it? Huh. But then why do they keep employing him? Now Parker has lawyered up and is suing the lodge. Okay. Shortly after repaying the money, Parker was fired for taking a pre-approved vacation. The company has changed their vacation policy. What, Regardless, it sounds like something's up more than just this. Yeah. Yeah. Because he paid the money. This is from CBS Las Vegas. But he shouldn't have paid the money. Yeah. If he was legitimately robbed, if the place was legitimately robbed, it's not up to him. What's he supposed to do? Go no and then get shot? Yeah. So I feel like me spidey senses think something's up more than just this story because on the surface it sounds like there's no chance this place would go like, give me the money back that was stolen. Because even police say like, hey, if you're being robbed, just give give them the money. We'll figure it out later. Give it to them. When I've been robbed, give it to them. One time I ran. One time I gave it. One time I ran. I preferred the time when I gave it. Yeah. Because when I ran, I almost probably died. And then I did hurt myself because I ran, jumped off a wall, jumped over a wall, fell, wiped out. Yeah, but it all happened so fast. It's not like you knew that you were getting, like, we don't, you still don't know what they, what, what that, what they wanted. Just someone approached Well, I don't you. think they wanted to kiss me on the neck. <laughs> they yelled, hey, Bones, or hey, Bobby, started chasing me with a knife and a mask on. And you ran. And I ran. Yeah. And that was at like 4.15 in the morning. We, got, we were on the air at 5 o'clock. It was at 4.15 in the morning. And... Called the cops, went on the air. Went on the air in the first segment. But you were shaky. I was shaky. Well, I started crying. I couldn't help it. I was like, you guys will not believe this. I was just attacked outside of the building. And I started talking. And I had my shoulder wrapped with ice put on it because I think Amy went and got me some ice from the kitchen. And I was like, and so the guy comes up. And then all of a sudden, I just start to crack and break. And and I'm like, I don't know why I'm crying. I didn't get stabbed. Well, your adrenaline and you were just... Like, also, after that, that's when we got security. And I just remember being so scared to walk into the building because it was so dark outside. And if I didn't see the security guy, I would not walk in. Yeah, I was, (laughs) listen, I had crazy PTSD. 
because I had my house broken into, I mean, two years earlier, I'd been robbed at gunpoint at a different place. Somebody tries to yells my name and tries to jump me outside of work. And listen, I was getting to work way too early by myself. It was probably at that point where I started to need some security to just to be in the building. But then we watched the video of the guy chasing me. All, he was hiding behind like a tree. Whoa. You could see the video from the whole area. Waiting for you. Waiting for me. I get out of my car, walk up a hill, and he starts chasing. Dang. And so I had flip-flops on. I kicked him off. Took off just hauling butt. I could move back then. I uh, decided... What was crazy was I don't think he was trying to rob me from my stuff because he, I threw my computer bag off. He grabs it after he couldn't catch me and leaves. And then we found the computer bag just with the computer in it. So it didn't take anything. No, just thrown into a bush like 70 feet away. Me thinks him wanted some stabbing. Yeah. Uh, so And then the cops came up to the window and they were like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then another morning show in town started accusing me of faking it. And I was like, I don't know what's happening right now, but you guys are out of your mind. That show was eventually fired. But then they started, they started <laughs> accusing me of faking it. Uh, none of it was fake. Then they found the guy, and they made me identify him, which, was, which was wild. Were you behind the, the, the glass that he no, could see? No, right outside the building at work. No, stop it. It, it was the weirdest. They came up. It was during a show. Do you remember this? I'm, I'm not We had a yet. big glass wall, and they came, and they, you could see the cops outside knocking on the wall. And and oh my gosh, you know I saw Popo was outside and I was like, all right, what's what's happening here? It, it, did I do something? Did the show do? I mean, Lunchbox had gone to jail recently. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I didn't know what was going on because it, it was like two months later probably. And so Popo was outside, and I love the police officers, but I'm thinking I'm in trouble. And so I, they came in and I said, what's going on? They go, hey, we think we have the guy that attacked you outside the building. And I was like, well, good, let's lock him up. They're like, no, you have to come identify him. <laughs> <laughs> Where and, was he? And out, well, I was outside. Outside, they oh had him. Oh my gosh! And I said, I don't, I'm, I don't want to do that. Mm-mm. And they're like, but if you don't do that, he could attack somebody else. And I was like, oh no! But he knows who I am, so whenever he gets out after I identify him, he's gonna come get me again. And they said it would be great if you identified him. And I remember he had a tattoo on it. I could see his tattoo on his neck. You remember I, that from the chase? I remembered something on his neck, a turtleneck or a tattoo. And so they said, come look at him. And so what they did is they put me in the back of a cop car, and they dr- they shined a spotlight right in his face. So if he opened his eyes, all he saw was light. Okay. And then they drove me up right beside him in the cop car in the back seat with the tinted window. By the way, I thought it was a trick. Like, I might be going to jail, too, because they put me in the back seat of a cop car. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. But they drove me up to him, and I was like, yeah, that's him. Could Not- the guy hear you say, yeah, that's him? No, window no. was up. Window was up. <laughs> and even then, I didn't say, yeah, that's him. I said, his- the body looks exactly the like, same frame. The neck looks right because he had a huge tattoo on the front of his neck. Which, by the way, if I was doing some stabbings, I would hide all my tattoos. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have the face. T- if I was doing some Robins, I was Robinson places, I'd <laughs> put a mask on if I had a face tattoo. Yeah, did they ever figure out? I wonder, did they ever ask him, why did you do this? It's funny. He did. He said, you know, he just couldn't resist my sex appeal. Okay. He was he, like, you know, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. He was like, he's just so attractive. I felt like, uh, no, I don't know. I don't know, but he had watched. They went back to the security footage, and he had been there for a few days in a row Whoa. trying to figure out what time I got there. That's eerie. Whew. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, it was earlier. I know you're thinking it was like 4.15, then we went on air at 5. I think it was, that's when we used to get to, you used to get to work at like 
three. Yeah, maybe it was. And worked from there. And that's when we moved later. That's when we shifted to four, four fifteen. You started doing more work from home instead of sitting at the office. Because why get there that early? Because I remember being like, "Oh, this is a cool perk from something traumatic that happened." Like, oh, way to think about yourself instead of Bobby. No, terrible situation. (laughs) Lunchbox. I'm saying. I mean, it just like we could work from home instead of getting there so early. But anyway. Yeah, I I mean, three o'clock. I'd roll up, turn the music. No one was in the building. So loud. Turn the music up. I'd sit there, I'd sit in my, my 90s pop or 90s country and just listen to it all morning. And then everybody would start rolling in about five, right before five, we'd go do the show. But I remember going on the air and being like, you guys will never believe this. I just got it. <laughs> and I felt like Crazy. the biggest wimp. I mean, he started crying. I was like, oh boy. But I wasn't sad. I know. It was I was just- you just- were shocked. You were in shock. Your body was reacting. Like that was your release. Yeah, it's wild. That's some wild stories about security stuff. Death threats. People sneaking into buildings. I don't even do anything that controversial. Mm-mm. Again, I get it. I'm wildly sexy. Okay? I th- There's that. I understand how that can evoke people wanting to kill me. <laughs> get rid of one sexy dude. But it's, yeah. <laughs> one Just because why I go away doesn't mean you become more sexy. I think that's what these people are forgetting. Like, I, you, you look at me, I get it. You're like, wow, that guy physically has all the tools. Hmm. In case someone is listening for the very first time, like, uh-huh. you're joking. Am I, though? Hey. They don't know. <laughs> We don't you know. You don't sound joking. like you are right now. That's why I'm clarifying. Because <laughs> if people know your personality, they get it. If they're just now tuning in, they're like, okay, who's this guy? Mm. Click. Yeah. It's tough. Sometimes we have a, like a group chat. It's like me, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> what? <laughs> you Brad Pitt. Oh. We're just like, man, it's, in it's, there? it's so tough. Like, it's uh, Clooney's not anymore. Oh, he he's was. not on his cell phone too much. He doesn't want to be on his phone anymore. <laughs> we just talk about how tough it is just to... Mm-hmm. You know, be hated for our straight sex appeal. Yeah. Um, so that's why I stopped posting shirtless selfies and shirtless oh, pictures. That's why. Yeah, too many likes. My phone would start to smoke. <laughs> After I got a whole lot of likes, you would see smoke come out of like the headphone jack. Uh-huh. It? And so then I stopped posting them. All right. Well, that was a good trip down memory lane, which I'm probably going to have PTSD and, and have a nightmare oh, tonight about now that I've thought about it. Uh, do we drop the song? Yep. Yeah, that song sucked too, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Again? Uh, what are we dealing with here? It is what it is. Um, all right. Let's take one call from Anthony in North Carolina. Anthony, you're on the show. What's going on? Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Uh, I was just calling in to let uh, Lunchbox know that I listen to a lot of national anthems oh, here on 95.1 with uh, Crystal Legend. She does the 12 o'clock salute. And I'm going to say that her version of the national anthem was fine, man. I don't know why you're hating on her so much. He's hating on her. I'm not going to let him insult her. But he's hating on her because she's getting recognition. She's getting uh, – we're, we're, appla- we're applauding her on the show. Mm-hmm. Like we're breaking in literal applause. And, and when someone else gets it that's not him, he gets jealous. No. Nope. But I think the version was great. I think Anthony, and I appreciate that call, and, and thank you very much. Yes, sir. Y'all have a great day. All right. See you later. Uh, one more call. This is Pennsylvania, and Caitlin is in Pennsylvania. Caitlin, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, team. Morning. Um, so my theory is after listening last week and Lunchbox hating on Walker Hayes, I think it's the same thing where he's like, oh, I'm more famous, I'm more famous, but like, what if you're not going to be anymore? I have no idea what you're saying. You think that he is losing whatever he thinks he had? Yes. Mm-hmm. Other people are rising above. 
Which puts you in here, here, This is what I'm trying to say. As long as you don't talk about Abby. No, no, I'm going to talk about Abby, but it's not insulting. What <laughs> I'm saying is if this, if Abby was just a regular caller and called in, you'd be like, well, that's fine. But because she's on the show, you're acting like it's the best thing you've ever heard. That's what I'm saying. If she was just a normal caller that called in and saying, you'd be like, oh, yeah, you're fine. But now because she's on the show, it's like, oh, she's amazing. These that's other stations didn't need to call and ask for it to be played on their station. But they didn't. Abby, you have 10 more seconds. Go. Abby mistakenly thought the station was playing her and came on bragging about them playing her national anthem. When it turned out, it was not her at all. And they were like, oh, well, if you want us to, we'll play your national anthem. Time. Amy, anything you want to say? <laughs> I just think there's no... He has some filter, and every time we say things, he receives it as something else. Like, he's not hearing that... He's, yeah, what do you is that trauma brain or was that I, numb brain? What is that? No, I've like, heard of he's this. Just, it's a, we just need Could to let it go. Brain. We just yeah. need to end it and let it go because he's not gonna. Let us it. know when more stations reach out if they do. Okay, Ray, <laughs> you, you can go now. Thank you. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Scranton, Pennsylvania. A couple buddies were hanging out on a Friday night. It's about midnight. One guy goes, "Hey, man, I'm gonna cook some potatoes. You want some?" He's like, "No, I don't want your potatoes." And the guy took the frying pan and started beating him over the head with it, saying, what, my potatoes aren't good enough for you? My potatoes aren't good enough for you? Then he fled the apartment, but he didn't get far because he forgot to put his shoes on. Oh. I'd imagine there's some substance here. Uh, they believe alcohol was involved. Yeah, yeah I, I believe that. But the Probably. potatoes weren't good enough for him? Like what? Maybe he didn't uh, like potatoes. Maybe, well, that could be it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Jeff Bezos is building a yacht. They can't get the yacht out to the water, so they've got to completely take down a bridge to get the yacht to the water. Now, I don't know anything about boat sizes, but this thing is over 400 feet long. Now, the Statue of Liberty is 305 feet from wow. bottom to top. Oh, Whoa! Huge. So 300 feet is one football field. Okay. So, I mean, that's a big boat, 100 that's yards. That's huge! 130 yards, basically. <laughs> That's a really That's big. a big boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. When they talk about it like that, if they'd have been like, Jeff Bezos' yacht is one football field plus three first downs, I'd have been like, That's it. <laughs> we all would have been like, <laughs> Of got course, it. got it. It now. cost $500 million, the boat. They've been building oh it gosh. at this place uh, in Europe, but they can't get it out to the water. They had to build a place to build the yacht, and then now they've got to get that yacht out to the water. Mm. So they're paying to take a bridge down and then rebuild the bridge because the thing's too tall. That's a baller, baller move. I mean, that's a big, that boat. It's just a house. Oh, it's a mansion on water. You can't really pull that up to a boat dock either, you know? There's no marina. I used to work in a marina. There's no marina you can drive into and get a gas. Get a six-pack. How do you even get gas in that thing? I'm assuming other big tanker boats full of gas have to drive out to it and hook up. I guess whatever cruise ships do. Cruise ships can pull into a port. I, I mean, I wonder... Maybe this isn't as big as a cruise ship, though. So maybe right. it just goes by the rules of a cruise ship. Yeah, I think this is just big for a yacht. It's got, like, multiple landing pads on it for helicopters. Because oh I'm yeah, assuming that's, that's how he how, gets there. Yeah, and how his friends come out to visit He's him. He's not going to swim up. All right, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> swim out Robo. to the yacht. Yeah. Thank you. Have a great day. We will see you tomorrow. Kane Brown will be on the show tomorrow. Also, easy trivia tomorrow. Um, have a good one. Bye. Bye, 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 Bye